and welcome back after a two, well, just a week off, but it's been two weeks. Anywho, this is Things I Used to Lie About the Podcast. I am your host, Kate Peterman. Uh, last week, <clears throat> I didn't, oh dang, I forgot a freaking When I Drink a Water song. Damn it. Uh, whatever. Last week, um, I was in Hawaii, so I didn't do uh, an episode I was going to, but then I was like, man, I'm on vacation, so I'm not going to do that, but uh, uh, sorry about that. I was also thinking I might end up doing just seasons of this instead of constantly every week. I think that might be easier. I think we'd actually get a better show. I think it would be a better show if it was it was seasons because right now it's just sort of like weekly check-ins you know we're figuring it out there's literally no stakes involved whatsoever so (laughs) it truly doesn't matter um I would love to hear your guys's thoughts on that though what do you think because then I might be able to like figure like plan ahead and see who will be on what episode and and whatnot Sometimes if it if it's too much planning before I actually start something, I just don't do it. I just collapse mid-plan. Um, so I had to just sort of jump into this so that it I had to just oh, just get it started, you know, and figure it out once you're once you're already moving. So anyway, uh yeah, I was away from Pete for a full freaking 6 days. It was a, I was I'm just not right without him. Just not right. Um, but okay, so Hawaii. It was very fun. It was the first time I ever went. Uh, it was the first vacation I had taken in like... Oh. A while. I've been on like a couple trips and stuff like that. But they were all like maybe like three days or something. I don't think I've taken more than three... Or like three nights somewhere. Which is still good. I'm not, you know, I'm still very nice. But I haven't had like a full... Okay. Put your stuff down and you don't have to think about anything for a week. What? Here's the thing. I did still have to think about work because I was vlogging for this video I'm doing <clears throat> called, uh, I think I told you guys about it, but I'm just going to go ahead and repeat myself. Um, it's called I Ate Carbs for 30 Days. <laughs> um, and basically it's just, I've been pretty open about my eating disorder on this podcast, but I'm um, I'm basically, it's not that I'm, it's not like I only ate carbs, and it's not like I only ate the recommended amount of carbs, I just, um, I was trying to, like, you know, have intuitive eating, like, listen to my body and listen to what my body wants, which actually proves to be way more challenging than, uh, you know, anticipated, especially when you have to, like, when you have to record it, and you have to, like, you know, like, because I made it something that I had to do for work I had to record uh every you know every moment I felt confused or um shame or like it's just weird it kind of like holds you accountable in a different way um because so so much and I didn't realize this because I think that like (laughs) sorry this is a little all over the place but I think that as someone who is an artist, I think that being alone and alone time is like really, really important to, I don't know. I I really like hibernating and, and it's part of the creative process to just sort of be alone and let things be still so you can let your mind sort of calm down and then, you know, maybe get better ideas or 
work some stuff out. Sometimes everything else, like constant motivation, or sorry, constant stimulation could be like numbing in its own way. But I think that also part of the thing, like part of the thing, <laughs> Peter, part of the thing with an eating disorder is that you isolate. And it's kind of like, I've talked about this, like it's like an abusive relationship right but that you're having with yourself and your eating disorder voice so like what's like the main thing that happened like the first thing that happens in abusive like relationships like that is that you you isolate or you know whoever the abuser is isolates the abused from everyone else you know so it's just so that they don't have anything to sort of so that there's no reason so it's easier to manipulate then right because no one else is is challenging what they're saying so like for example um if i'm like oh no you're 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 too fat to go out and and do this thing and go on this date or go climb this mountain <laughs> or something like that um when i say it to myself and it's just me in my apartment then i'm like yeah, no, that's absolutely true. Yeah, I should stay home. I should stay home and just n- not let anyone see me or whatever. But my friends, if I said that to my friends, my friends would be like, you know, they would they would challenge that negative self-talk, right? So when you're vlogging it and you have to, like, record it, it's weird because you don't have another person that's, that's helping you challenge this voice it's just you which is actually the most important thing right because like you can't just rely on other people to be like to you know to their val you can't just rely on other people's validation you have to get better at like I had to get better at talking to this voice um anyway so uh I was working on that a lot and the the 30 days ended in Hawaii (laughs) which was like um it was cool. I'm just so I. I don't know. It, it it obviously it turned out to be like much more than about food. Like it was almost not at all about food. But just being in Hawaii was pretty challenge challenging, which is crazy, right? Because it's a paradise. Um, but it was challenging in terms of like being in a bathing suit around people and trying to enjoy myself, even though I'm not like my. I don't even want to say my ideal weight because I don't know if that's true. I think that we're all just conditioned to want a certain thing that we don't have. Um, Which is interesting because I I know you guys know how much I love Brene Brown. Um, But I'm reading, I started this a while ago. I'm reading Daring Greatly. I read the, um, I read the first, like the intro, but who, who said that shit? Um, Oh. Teddy Rose, Teddy Roosevelt. Um, <clears throat> I read that on on one of the earlier episodes, so I'm not going to do it again. But so, sometimes I'll start a book and then I'll just forget about it, and I get so excited to read a bunch of different books that I get a bunch of them, and then I start all of them, and then I never finish any of them. <laughs> so anyway, I'm trying to finish this one. Um, but she talks a lot about, and I've been thinking a lot about this, about um, the the oh this the ah, here it is the social climate of scarcity um and 
how like we kind of live in a we live in a pretty traumatic time with everything that's going on even like it's always been you know nothing's ever been great there's never been a a time in history where everything was good and everyone was on their best behavior right and no one was hurting but I think it was pretty shocking to everyone like we have actual Nazis again now like that's crazy right like they were always there lying dormant it's kind of like I'm it really is like death eaters you guys know how I feel about Harry Potter but it sort of feels like like Trump is when Voldemort got his body and shit and and you know called all the death eaters whatever um and they all got their pitchforks, and now they're not pitchforks; they're uh, torches. And that's it. Um, anyway, the fuck was I saying? Oh, yes, 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 yes. It's like a traumatic time, right? So, oh, sorry, <laughs> I have a little bit of a cold. Um, well, I'm getting over a cold. Anyway, so we're all experiencing this like mass amount of trauma, kind of every day. Like even the fact because everyone is so connected right like we're all on the internet all the time and and like every day there's something new trending and we're getting kind of like no you know something traumatic whether it's like a shooting or like a natural disaster or some dumb shit Trump said again or like I don't know the 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 inevitable like world global warming uh cooking us all and like all of this it's just like it's constant and a a a reaction to that sort of trauma is like um loss of self so you sort of like dis because at some point you have to kind of disassociate and that's just like a survival tactic right you just have to you just have to, in order to, to keep moving, you have to disassociate, um, if you're going to still be, you know, connected or whatever, um, and then that's sort of where, uh, like, the scarcity culture, because now you're operating off of fear, and so, like, when it comes to, like, thinking, I, you have this, okay, so it creates this, like, void in you, right, Um, because if you're disassociating, you're not fully there. There's a void. And then, also, I don't know if any of this is fucking true. This is just how I'm looking at it, right? (laughs) Um, but, but if you have this void, you try to fill it in, in, like, kind of superficial ways. And that part, I think, is true. Um, that's what the, the book talks about, too, about, like, uh, how we kind of li- like what keeps us driving what keeps us going is the the want to fulfill this void that could never be filled by the things we're trying to attain for example th- like being a certain you know losing a certain amount of weight or um making a certain uh, amount of money uh which that one I'm like kind of on the fence about I get it I totally get it um, but I definitely think that there is a certain amount of money that allows people to relax. Um, but you know, then it comes with its own shit. Anyway, um, because then it's like, you know, you never have like 
nothing's ever enough. No matter what you do, nothing's ever enough. Nothing's good enough. I don't know. It's just, it's, you're, you're constantly striving to be better. What were some of the things she said? Cause I want to like, where is it? Um, she said like, I just, you guys know, I freaking love her. Oh, powerful, successful, smart enough, certain, safe, extraordinary. Ooh, I love that she talked about that. She talked about like the need to be extraordinary and we kind of do live like in this, I've been, okay, so sorry, my thoughts are truly all over the place right now, um, but that's something that I've found besides just like the want to be thin enough or like to be thinner, right? There's, I really related to the extraordinary one and how like it's been keeping me from doing a lot of stuff that I wanted to do, right? So like I I really want to do this one person show and I've been trying to like, you know, write stuff down, but then I'm just like, this isn't funny enough. This isn't good enough, you know, like all of that sort of stuff. And then, and then on the outside when people are like, oh, how's it going? I'm like, good. Like I, I wrote a bunch of stuff that I then crossed out and, you know, got mad at myself for, and then I just ordered pizza and watched the great British baking show, but (laughs) it'll get done. Uh, you know, that's how I'm, feeling because I also think that like a that's a lack like there's you know I'm not going to blame it totally on internet culture that's crazy there's like a a certain amount of discipline I have to have when it comes to doing these things and like trying to be vulnerable and just be like all right I'm just going to take a chance I'm just going to I'm going to believe in it and I'm going to go ahead and put it out into the world right because that's hard but we also sort of like do live in a in a time when followers and likes make you money and (laughs) they really do they equal power which is fucking nuts it's nuts because when you really think about it like if you're trying I don't know I don't want to judge it anyway uh all I'm saying is I actually don't fucking know what I'm saying I think I talked myself into a hole um basically I've been thinking a ton about fear lately and reading this book has like, oh, Peter, please not right now. He's been really a nutcase lately, but about like what, how fear drives us and how fear stops us from doing a lot of things. And for example, um, when I was in Hawaii, I was like, it it took so much to put my bathing suit on and to go out with, like, go to the beach with my friends. I was just like, it, here's the thing. I was scared, but I was also like, well, I can't do anything else. What am I going to do? Stay home? I can't. I can't do that. Um, which before, in different times, like a couple years ago, I may have. But anyway, uh, one of the, like, the girl I stayed with, um, who's living there right now, uh, She's super active and adventurous and, like, positive. (laughs) And so she, like, she knew all these, like, fun places that were, like, amazing to go and explore. And you got, you had to climb there and whatnot. And she had just this 
this great sense of wonder and excitement for where she was. And I was furious. <laughs> I was like, fuck that. I don't want to do any of that shit. I want to lay on the beach um, and collapse in on myself with all my worry and self-doubt. Come on, that's what vacation's for. So, but I also, I was excited to, I needed a little bit of a push, right? So we did all of these like crazy hikes. We went to these, um, uh, what are they called? Tide pools. We went to these tide pools and to get there, you had to like, you go to this, like wherever this lighthouse thing is. And then you go, you walk for like 15 minutes on a regular path. Right. And then you get to a beach where you would assume that was it. Like that's it. Right. But no, (laughs) you go and you start climbing and scaling these giant rocks on like the coast so, like, the tide pool is, like, on the coast, you know, where the water, where the waves, like, splash up so high that they create a pool in these, like, rock holes or whatever. <laughs> that is the official definition of tide pool. Um, anyway, so we were, like, scaling these rocks, and it was fun, and then it got to a point where I was full-blown terrified. I fell in a tide pool. That was so fucking annoying. It was, like, the only time we saw other people on the... <laughs> on the, like, our whole journey, and they were, like, smoking weed or whatever, and my friend was like, I think we should just walk through this tide pool. I was like, through it? Cool! And then I go to walk, and I just slipped right on the moss, fell right down, like, fully backpack and everything up to my neck in the tide pool, and every time I tried to um, stand up, I was like a cartoon on roller skates. I couldn't do it, and I knew they were just cracking up. And it's fine. It's fine. I'm over it, clearly. Clearly. Um, Anyway. But it was a ton of fun, and it's something that I wouldn't have normally done. And then I thought that that was the end of our adventure. Because at one point, there was we had to full-blown, like, scale this fucking mountain. And I was like, I gotta... I'm turning back. I'm not doing this shit. I can't... What if I fall and die? And which is a real thing. Like, it wasn't like, a, oh, you won't. It's like, oh, you could. Um, but like with my friends, they're just being like, no, just do it or whatever, which isn't great. Right. So it's kind of peer pressure. <laughs> but also I knew that I could could do it. It wasn't that dangerous. I don't know. Whatever. Did it. And then the next day I was like, OK, we're just going to do this nice swim out to an island. So we swam for like 20 minutes out to this island um, it's by where, uh, Jurassic Park was filmed, which is awesome too. It was like such a beautiful sight and you could see right to the bottom of the ocean. It was just beautiful. And we do this nice swim. Meanwhile, the entire time I am terrified that a shark is going to come up and just eat us all. Um, and cause apparently there was like a couple hundred yards away was like the biggest, uh, incubator for like hammerhead sharks or some shit I don't know I was terrified I know that they don't really mess with people but I don't know if they're babies oh the biggest hammerhead shark nursery that's what it was anyway so I spent most of the swim being terrified um and I wasn't really enjoying my surroundings I was just like focus and just get 
get to the, get to where you're going, get to the island. So we get to the island and Julie's like, great. Oh, my friend is like, great. Now we're going to hike up to the top of the island. Now, when you say hike, I assume that we're going to be walking, right? Walking, maybe a little climbing, but certainly not scaling another goddamn mountain. Nope. It was like, like through all this brush and all this shit that we had to like fully climb up and I was so pissed and I got to the top of the of the mountain and I was I had a full-blown meltdown I was like you gotta warn people that you're gonna be scaling a mountain I thought it was just gonna be a normal hike and she was like didn't you see the mountain and I was yeah but I can't argue right now I'm too scared I was terrified, and for a real second, I was like, oh, I'm going to call a helicopter. I'll just figure out, I'll call information, figure out how to call a helicopter. Bada bing, bada boom, I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, that's it. That's what I'll spend all of my savings on, a fucking helicopter off of this mountain. And my friend was like, you can do it, you're going to be, because I was so scared to climb back down, because it was so, it looked so steep going up. Um, and I got in my head, and I was like, I'm terrified, I'm going to fall, I'm not going to make it, right? So, uh, my friend was like, I promise you, you will be fine. And I was like, there's no fucking way you could promise me that I will be fine. You don't know. You don't fucking know. I could, I, and the thing is, I fall down all the time. I had fallen down at least once every single day that I was in Hawaii. Not even from being drunk. Just from being <laughs> clumsy and off balance. And so I was like, I could fall. I'm clumsy. I'll, I'm going to fall, dude. And I'm going to die here. And she was like, I promise I'll show, like, I'll show you. I'll go in front of you so you could see how to climb down. I was furious. I was shaking. I was shaking so hard. I was like, I, fuck you. Fuck you. I was so fucking mad. It was the last day we were there, too. I'm like, perfect. That's exactly what would happen to me. I'm going to fucking fall and die on the last day I'm in Hawaii. And then everyone's going to be sad. I'm going to ruin all my family's lives because I died while I was climbing down a mountain like a fucking idiot. And then when I started climbing down the mountain, it was like not bad. (laughs) It was just like not bad at all. When I was focusing on like which step to take and where to put my hand and I was taking it truly step by step and like being super present. Like I couldn't, I couldn't be worrying about anything else. I couldn't be worrying about what was going to happen when I get to like that rock down there that looks kind of tricky. I, I couldn't be upset about how scared I was about the rock I just passed. Like I had to focus right then and there on what I was doing, where I was putting my feet and my hands and like shifting my weight and stuff. And as I started, go, like, as I started listening more to, like, because it's, like, instinctual, right? Like, you, 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 you kind of know how to balance yourself as you're climbing down this thing. And you just have to get out of your own way. So then as I started climbing down, <laughs> I was like, oh, this is kind of fun. It's kind of fun to to listen to myself and like sort of let like instinct kind of take over a little bit. It was re it was just, it's something that I hadn't done in so long. Um, so I was like listening to my body and using my body in a way that like 
was protecting me. Like I was, I was, I was still doing the thing, but I was also keeping myself safe. But it was the, it was the ability to both keep myself safe while still doing the thing I was scared of, right? And that's something that I haven't really experienced in a very, very long time. Because normally, keeping your myself safe to me meant keeping myself out of the line of fire and and out of any experience that might hurt me. But that, I thought that they were like mutually exclusive, right? Something daring and something safe or like being safe. So I think I, I misunderstood what I was scared of because I, I, I stopped trusting myself right like just in general not on this not on the climb down on the climb down I was I was great and when I got to the bottom then I was like sorry guys um never did that before sorry for freaking out which was a whole nother level of vulnerability because they saw uh you know a, a, a sort of shitty not shitty let me be nicer um they saw a super vulnerable like a very emotional part of me, a very true and honest part of me um, that I wouldn't normally show people. I would normally joke about and just internalize, right? So that was weird and I felt bad about that. But then once we got back in the water to swim back, I didn't think of a shark once. I didn't think of it. Like I knew that it could happen, but I was also like, well, I don't want to spend this whole time in fear, Right. So. So. It was it was such a nice. um, Like example, I wish I could just bottle it up like I wish I could just I don't know. I mean, it's a memory, so I get to keep it, you know, with me forever. But like. It was just such a wonderful. Thing to experience to like to be scared um, and to be vulnerable with friends and then to do it anyway and to trust yourself enough to, to do it and to be like, I can do this. I can't. Yeah, I, I slipped and fell like a couple times, but I was fine. Like, you're still fine. Like there were times when I couldn't have been fine, but I was fine. I, I'm talking now metaphorically, right? So like... Oh shit, I just lost my train of thought. How did that happen? The, I thought I saw it. The light looked really pretty on the wall for a second. Oh, dang it. Um, oh, it, yes, 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 yes. And then also, it was like one of the first times in a really long time that I was super proud of my body because everything else that I had like used my body for, right, was sort of like, um, how does it look? how does it look to other people do people want to be close to it you know what I mean like is it taking up too much space is it too big here or whatever um so that was how I like viewed my body for a really long time and then climbing down this mountain and listening to my body and being psyched that it was like strong in places and smart like super intuitive to get down the mountain I was like damn it, it that was something that I hadn't felt in so I don't know if I've ever felt it. I was genuinely proud of what my what I was capable of doing in the 
face of fear, like in being scared and just doing it anyway, right? So uh, that's something that I want to remember and I don't want, and I wanted to, you know, share it with you guys because I feel like it was, I think about it a, a lot now. I mean, it's only been, oh, it was a week ago. Aw. Dang. Yeah, a week ago. No. No, I was still, I think we were just waking up. Anyway. Um, so that's something that I kind of want to like, I like the idea of being held accountable and that's something that I I wasn't doing for a really long time. I was just like, no, leave me alone. <laughs> I can do it in my own time. Everyone leave me alone. And that's just not that that was I think my more self-destructive voice than it was my because oh my god when I was like climbing down when I was like you know that sense you have when you're a little kid and you're like I feel invincible I thought that at some point that had to leave like you didn't get to feel that elation again um but I I that's how I felt I felt like capable and And we're all, I also fucking, I live in LA and LA sucks. And honestly, so does the internet. I love the internet for a lot of reasons, but also some shit, like just seeing people, like there's just such a heavy emphasis put on like what you look like and how young you are and like how much you do by a certain age and you're famous and a billionaire at this age. And it's like, oh okay, what about just, what about just not lose, like, what about just being happy? What about just just being happy where you are with what you're, in like, experiencing things and not, it's just a world sort of built on external validation. And I feel like it's a, that's sort of a world built on sadness and insecurity, like a culture built on sadness and insecurity. And it was really nice to be, out of that for a second. Um, so maybe some of the stuff I'm saying sounds kind of dramatic if you're not living in, you know, if you're not like super on the internet or you're not, uh, I don't know. I I don't know. Maybe you guys are happy. Who knows? (laughs) Um, I wasn't. And it was just, it was so, it was, it was crazy. And I said to my friend too, I was like, it's nuts. I really just like, stepped outside my comfort zone and she's like that's so funny you're stepping outside of your comfort zone is my every weekend and I was like what that's nuts because it was cool and I want to do it again but yeesh um it was nice to learn all these like all these lessons I I feel really good about like it was crazy because normally when I leave a vacation or like you know if I'm on a trip or something I'm always so sad to leave but I like I was so thankful. I was like leaving Hawaii. I was like, thanks. I really needed this. And it wasn't like I got a whole bunch of like beach time, like just laying on the beach, doing nothing, thinking about, you know, myself. <laughs> uh, it was, I got to do things and I got to like ex- ex- experience these really awesome things and learn these lessons through experience and not through, you know, just thinking about it and isolating, which was pretty awesome. Um, I would love to go back. 
it was just it was so much fun. it was it's really crazy to be like yeah it, I, it was a ton of fun and I'm so glad it happened and I'm very appreciative and thankful for what I learned and now I'm like I can't wait to go back but I'm also okay it, it was just fucking awesome and I'm um I'm so glad I went even before I was scared to go I was like I'm not fucking going I'm not going. They're going to want to go on hikes and they look better in bathing suits and I'm going to I'm going to fucking not go. I'm not going. And then I was still like just fucking go. Just go. Just do it. Great slogan. Anyway. <laughs> Unpopular opinion. Nike has a great slogan. <laughs> Kidding. Um it's great, but obviously it's a popular opinion. Anyway. So I was thinking about trying to, uh, I know there's like a lot of fucking inspirational quotes that are like, do something every day that scares you, which is cool. And I think that's great. Every day is a little much for me right now. Um, but I do, I do like, I, being able to do, doing something (laughs) that you're scared of. Well, being completely sober and being scared anyway and still doing it and trusting yourself and really living in the moment and paying attention to everything that's happening instead of the fears that you're sort of making up in your head um, is amazing. And I, I'm kind of like a little hooked on that feeling right now. Um, it's just, It was so great. So I kind of want to do... Um, I kind of want to do more stuff like that, but I'm kind of coming up. Like, I think doing the actual show will be great, like, when I actually fucking write this show. But I would also like to do, I don't know, I would like for it to be kind of a routine thing. Um, So, if you guys have any ideas of what I could do, that's, uh, I'm not fucking going sky jumping, sky, what's it called? Sky Diving, skydiving. <laughs> Sky jumping sounds so much better. Skydiving? Ugh. Maybe. I don't know. Oh my god. I don't know. But that, you're not in control. You're just fucking floating. I want to do something where I'm like, it's, I don't know. Whatever. Now I'm, I'm circling. Um, anyway, so that's what's new. Um, yeah, okay, well, that was good. That was fine. Um, fucking. <laughs> oh, I guess uh, signing off, I'll just say maybe try, maybe we could all try something. This sounds super lame. Um, maybe we could all try something this week that scared us, but that we did. Anyway, and I mean, obviously not like, I'm scared to walk down this dark alley, so maybe I should. It's like, no, 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 no. That is a good fear, and you shouldn't walk down that dark alley. Um, I mean, like, when it comes to, I don't think I can do this, you know? I don't think I'm capable of doing this thing. That's a scary, like, I don't think I'm capable of talking to this person that I like, or I don't think I'm capable of of showing up to this, uh, vulnerable situation or to, you know, climb this mountain. I don't think I have the right body to do that. I don't think I have 
you know, that, that sort of stuff when it comes to like what you're able to do and fear of not being good enough. Uh, that's what I'm talking about. (laughs) Not just, just going fucking nuts and doing a bunch of silly things. No. Um, but yeah, maybe, you know, if you guys do something that you're, that you're like overcome fear in a certain way and like fear of not being enough for something, uh, share it, share it in the, uh, you could write like in the comments or Instagram message me or something like that. Maybe I'll, I'll share some of them next week. Um, it's a fun, it, it's fun. I'm going to, I can't even think of like what else I could do right now. I'm just riding that high from that mountain. That was awesome. Um, but yeah, anyway, thanks for listening. Hope you guys have a great day and a great week, and I will talk to you guys next week. Bye.